Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The Combine has come to an end. Did it help the Colts figure out who their quarterback should be? Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us from 93.5, 107.5 The Fan. Here's the voice of sports in the great state of Indiana. You watch uh, that combine uh, there, and the only thing that really came to mind for me, the only thing that really stuck out uh, to me was um, Will Levis wants you to know that he works arms. Like, yeah. Like, he wants you to know that if you're looking for the dictionary definition of the definition of the arm, he's got it. And that's the only thing that stood out to me from this combine. What is your take on what you saw? What is your take on where the Colts are leaning? Well, in terms, Tony, of how the Colts are thinking, I had Chris Ballard on with me from the combine on Wednesday, and I already knew this, but they don't put a, a great deal of stock, or let me just say this, they don't put as much stock into the combine performances as they do what they see on tape. And, again, even with my small sample size and how I like C.J. Stroud, and I was even more reinforced over the weekend with his throwing on Saturday, that he should be the target for the Colts. We'll see if they're able, because I'm thinking you're going to have to trade up to get the Ohio State quarterback. But he's still they still go more focused on the tape. But it was hard not to be impressed, and I guess you should be impressed. They they should be good throwing against nobody, you know, dropping it in you know the well, so to speak, from distance, throwing against nobody. Anthony Richardson, we knew going in, Tony, that he was going to be incredibly athletic. And, you know, with some of what he accomplished athleticism-wise, that certainly showed. But I I was most impressed with the combination that C.J. Stroud has. C.J. Stroud has the mobility. He has the arm strength. He has the accuracy. Ball placement specialist, Tony, is what he said on Friday. And I want to tell you, after watching this past year with the Colts, Moving forward with a young quarterback, he had me at ball placement specialist. So really to me, that outweighs why Will Levis was wanting to show off his cannon because he has a cannon over the weekend. C.J. Stroud, to me, should be the Colts' target. But is that somebody you're now trading up for? It's the Bears that have the first pick. The Colts have the fourth pick. Uh, They can trade up. You gotta believe. I, I forget. I'm I'm losing track of who the first three are. It's the Bears. It's yep. the Texans, and who and else? The Cardinals. And, and the Cardinals. Cardinals. The Cardinals have Kyler Murray. They're not going to go away from him. Yes, the Texans uh, could use a quarterback as well. It's not worth the risk. It's worth the idea of trading up to ensure a C.J. Stroud to put it all to bet it all that way. Well, to me, it is, and here's why: because you're going to end up taking maybe the fourth best quarterback. And you know what? If that's who you like, let's just say, for example, here, hypothetically, Tony, if they like Will Levis, then you like Will Levis. And then more than likely, that's going to be on the board at number four, and you're not going to have to do anything. You just sit right there and let him fall in your lap. 
But I'm saying if you like Bryce Young, if you like C.J. Stroud, you're going to have to go up and you're going to have to get it. And here's something else that you're going to have to watch out for, too. We could end up seeing a flip-flop. Houston may end up trying to trade up, for example, to get back to number one, which they lost here by winning here in that final regular season game this past year. So they can solidify who they want. And then the Bears at two, we'll see what they end up doing. I'm just saying hypothetically, again, this could happen. But here's the outlier. The outlier is who wants to jump up and get what Arizona has right now? What quarterback hungry team wants to do that? So you have to be very careful, Tony, if you're the Colts right here, because you don't want these other teams by virtue of them being aggressive and moving up, select for you. What is your long-term future choice at quarterback? Talking to JMV from 93.5, The Fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. Um, one of the guys on this list that I hear people talking about, well, I should say two of them, but I don't hear you talking about, is Anthony Richardson out of Florida and Hendon yeah. Hooker out of Tennessee. Uh, these, these guys, I mean, I, I'm not even going to ask about Aiden O'Connell, right, the Purdue product. I, I, I'm not going to say why not take a Hoosier guy for the Colts. Um, these guys aren't on your list. These guys aren't guys that can build. I mean, both 6'4", you know, and certainly bigger than, let's say, Bryce Young, where Jim Irsay clearly has himself a fanboying going on. It's ridiculous. But these are big guys who can play. Yeah, Tony, here's here's why. Anthony Richardson, for example, to me, if you're the Colts, and I think we're under the impression they're not going to win a lot. They're not going to win a division title this coming year. But you need to show signs of growth. I think you need to draft a quarterback that is more NFL ready, maybe not top shelf NFL ready, but more NFL ready than Anthony Richardson is going to be. It may take Anthony Richardson, Tony, a couple years, three years further down the road to show those signs. And this is the issue you have. So then what are you going to be doing with Jonathan Taylor? I mean, his clock is ticking right now. Quentin Richardson, his clock is ticking right now. You know, Shaquille Leonard with the back situation. His clock is ticking right now. So I just think you need to go with a more quarterback, check that, more NFL-ready quarterback at this present time than going on more of a project. Richardson is that. I think you mentioned Hendon Hooker as well. He's coming off an injury. He's a little bit older. He's 24 years old, and he may end up showing a lot but, again, I just think you need to go with more of an NFL-ready quarterback given how your team around this quarterback selection is NFL-ready, not necessarily age, because if it's age, why not just get Stetson Bennett, who I believe is 156? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And, and, again, he's coming off an injury. I just Where you are right now, you really don't want to settle. And that's what – getting back to my point, if you like – the fourth best quarterback off the list, and he's going to be there, then do it. Or the third best quarterback off the list, and he's going to be there, that's great. But if you like somebody else, you don't want to settle. You've got to make sure you're aggressive enough to go up and get who you like because this is a big deal right here. This is your long-term future. This decision is going to dictate what this team is going to look like for the longer term. And let's face it, Chris Ballard's whiffed on a lot of things in the past. He cannot whiff on this, Tony. I, I'm, I have to tell you, I mean, I'm asking the questions because I'm curious for your thoughts. I, I agree with the theory. This is where you have to show the leadership. If you believe Stroud's your guy, the trading up is inconsequential. If you believe Bryce Young is your guy, 
of the trading up is inconsequential. And I don't think Colts fans take a look at Young or Stroud and say to themselves, well, we didn't get the right guy. I think they smile real big. I think it's when you get to a Levis who clearly can play where Colts fans will be like, huh. Like there will be that little bit of of doubt sown in there. But if they trade up for Young or Stroud, you certainly can't go wrong with the fans. Uh, by the way, the Pacers uh, taking down uh, the Bulls in the final seconds there, 125 to 122. Um, I, I still like them. I'm still enjoying them. But you're the one who said this is a team that should be playing for playoff, uh, not playoff position, but uh, lottery position. You still believe that? No, 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 Tony. I, I want to see them close games when they have the opportunity. I loved yesterday because of that. I'm talking about fourth quarter opportunities to close games. That's what they did on the road in Chicago. I want to see them win. I'm not necessarily – I'm not anti-postseason, but I just want to see this team grow. And I think winning games late and doing things in the fourth like that on the road is more important than the percentage you get and wherever you draft is concerned here. But, man, the punk move by Patrick Beverly yesterday when Halliburton shot that jumper and came down on his foot, Beverly – absolutely put his foot in there knowing what was going to happen. That was really a fortunate situation that Halliburton wasn't injured on that play. And then he goes on and sticks one right in Patrick Beverly's face. That was pretty sweet. And there's your closer right there, too. That's part of the growth because Tyrese Halliburton is your closer, and he showed that again yesterday. JMV, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. I always appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the drive. Hotline.